Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Love is Relentless podcast. We're your hosts, Tommy Reynolds. And Jacelyn Reynolds. We've been married for all of our 20s, so we know what it's like being told that marriage is hard, but not being given direction on how to overcome those obstacles. We're here to help you navigate those obstacles and tackle the taboo topics of being married in your 20s, in the 2020s, so that way you can have a more fulfilling marriage. We're so glad y'all joined us today, and we can't wait to dive in. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. Hopefully everyone had a nice, fantastic daylight savings time and lost that beautiful hour of sleep like we did, but that's okay. little recap of last week. Talked about how your mindset can affect your marriage, good and bad. So if you haven't listened to that one, definitely take a peek because it was spicy. Good stuff. Yeah. It was actually two weeks ago. I feel like we haven't recorded podcast in forever we're well i'm sorry we didn't record last week i was very sick and i don't think you wanted to hear me like coughing and sniffling and blowing my nose every like five seconds yeah it's so, disgusting <laughs> i was straight up not having a good time <laughs> yeah so, we're all good this week though feeling much better so yeah but this week we're going to talk about emotional versus physical intimacy and kind of just like what those are, how it plays a role in your marriage. Um, it's definitely one that I'm excited to record because I feel like we've been, well, I've been wanting to do this one for a while and we just haven't really had adequate time to plan. But I think it'll be a good one. Yeah, just talking about like how, like what are the physical or what is like physical and emotional intimacy and just kind of like how we can make sure both needs are being met in our marriage. Yeah, so we're going to dive in and have some fun. So I'll start it off with what is emotional intimacy. This is definitely more like my wheelhouse. I think we've talked about it a lot. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know that I'm obviously more an emotional person and Tommy is more like intellectual slash physical. So in this situation he's obviously more physical and his love language like physical big, touch baby. yeah his first one is physical touch <laughs> so we've got a lot on the physical side for him so i think for me like emotional intimacy is just like feeling loved like whatever that looks like for you is just like however however you feel loved really which is kind of like your basic um like love languages, I guess. So acts of service is a big one for me. Like when Tommy is helpful around the house um, or if he like plans a date night or just does something to lighten my load, like it definitely helps me and it makes me feel loved. Like it just makes me feel like he does things for me um, that shows me love. So for others, it could be like their version of feeling loved is maybe by like compliments or just like um, encouraging words. It could be something small like if somebody buys them like flowers or food, candy, jewelry, whatever, like something small, I guess, or big. Um, Or just like spending time together, connecting, just whatever you feel like really makes you feel loved. I guess, Tommy, for you... Like, since emotional intimacy is not really your biggest thing first, like, how does that look like for you? 
It's a great question, Jason. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. It's always weird when you say my name. <laughs> you never call my name like. Sorry, Mamacita. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, emotional intimacy for me, it's obviously completely different because, um, I feel emotionally intimate, like, while we're being physically intimate, like, that's kind of, you could come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, you look so good today, I'll be like, okay, cool, thanks, whatever, like, I already knew that, you don't have to tell me, (laughs) uh, (laughs) just kidding, but, yeah, like, that's not gonna do it for me, but. I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to, without explaining, like, the physical aspect of everything, it's kind of hard to really jump in on that one, because it, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the same for me, like, so I guess for... We'll just jump phys- into physical. Yeah, I was going to say, physical intimacy is kind of easier, but, yeah. like, you can do that one, since that's uh, more your wheelhouse. Yeah. So, I mean, so, like, physical intimacy, it's intimacy. <laughs> physical intimacy, Um, it's basically just sex to be honest like i mean you can throw in there like kissing and hand holding and like other other like physical um like physical touch things but i mean in reality like sex is pretty much the physical because it's the intimacy is the word there so sex is kind of the one that's taken over that but like for me though when it comes to like so to answer the question on the emotional intimacy part i'm not gonna feel emotionally intimate until I'm not necessarily like physically fulfilled, but in that act. Cause like in my mind being a physical touch person, like that's when I feel the most connected to Jacelyn and I can then like, kind of like be like, I'm already vulnerable with her, but like, that's like my full vulnerable self. And like, I can just be completely open and like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, it's yeah. But I mean, just vulnerable makes me feel emotionally intimate. I mean, I got things flying all over my head whenever I'm having sex. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like euphoric. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's funny. I think for me, physical intimacy is obviously sex, but like also the other, like just like kissing, hand holding, snuggling. I don't know whatever other versions of just like secret handshakes. <laughs> I guess, (laughs) but I think in order for me to feel physically intimate, I have to feel like emotionally connected and I think a lot of this is one, being a female, like my brain is not really driven (laughs) the same as yours, but also like I grew up it's I guess quote unquote like purity culture and so for me like we waited to have sex until we were married and you go your whole life like thinking not not necessarily thinking sex is bad because like my parents never really made it seem bad but it's just like you associate like don't do that with something bad I guess so it took a long time for me to kind of switch my mindset of like feeling okay having sex and so I think a lot of my need for emotional intimacy also stems from just like not wanting to just like hop in bed and get after it <laughs> like yeah because like for her like if we just if she got no emotional like stimulation I guess we could say like 
I was having sex, she's thinking, like, she's literally told me, like, for years, that in her mind, it's literally just me wanting to use her body for sex. And, like, in my mind, the entire time, that's literally me getting my emotional intimacy. Like, it's never once just been about sex for me, because I am, a like, a physical, intimate person. And so, it's just one of those things that you have to figure out. I mean, because, I mean, I'm sure there's some couples out there that you're on the same wavelength. Like, either you're both physical or both emotional, like enjoy that that must be awesome <laughs> yeah i feel like most people aren't the same but yeah it's definitely hard like not really feeling connected and just feeling used and like nobody ever wants to feel used especially in such a vulnerable state where like it, it is your body and like you want to protect your body and then if you feel like it's just being used then it's like it's not enjoyable and even if, like, my body does what it's supposed to do, <laughs> like, there's so much more, like, behind your brain being connected than your body being connected. And so I think that's always been kind of harder for me to, for the physical side of it. But it kind of brings us to, like, what comes first. And for me, I obviously think emotional should come first because... It's the kind of thing where, like, in my mind, it's a lot easier for Tommy to help me feel emotionally intimate or, like, connected in order to get physical. So that way, like, I'm not sitting there feeling like I'm being used. And I think it allows for both people, like, in the end to actually kind of have the same result. Whereas, like, if we were just physically intimate, then, like, Tommy would feel great, but, like, I would essentially get nothing out of it. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like, like, selfishly, obviously, you want your specific one to be fulfilled first and all that, but, like, in reality, I mean, it could just be because I'm a guy or it could be that I'm a physically intimate person. I don't know because I'm also, I'm a guy and a physically intimate person, so I don't know if it's one of those or if it's just who I am, but... Like, no matter what, if I'm, I mean, I think I've turned down sex once in our entire marriage, and it like crushed her, by the way. But it did because I, it took <laughs> the amount of like mustering, like the effort and like courage to initiate. <laughs> it's like it takes a lot for me, and so yeah. So never made that mistake again. Getting but, turned down, I just felt like so defeated, and I was like, "Well." And I'm sitting here like I've been turned down probably 500 times from you in the last seven years. So get used to it, Buttercup. I doubt it's been actually 700. 490. I said 500, but said anyway, seven. I said 500 in the last seven years. Oh. Tisk tisk. I heard a seven in there. Well, let's not <laughs> add the number to that today, okay? Um. Anyway, what I was saying, though, is, like, being, like, the physically intimate one, like, it's definitely a lot easier for me to get on board with, like, getting her emotionally supported at that time. Like, making sure that she feels loved and making sure that the emotional intimacy is getting fulfilled to her. Because, like, it's, it's a tough situation because you never want to go into it like fully expecting sex to come out of it like coming from the physical intimacy person's point of view because like i've definitely done that many times where i'm like just going through the motions like okay i know if i do this 
she'll probably want to have sex with me, blah, 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 blah. And then say that doesn't lead to that or like she's having a bad day and it's just like she just truly just wanted to be cuddled and didn't want anything else to happen. Then you have the expectation of like, oh, well, I thought it would lead to sex. And then now you're both upset because one of you feels like you were just using him and the other one is just disappointed that they didn't get their way. So, um, yeah, and I can definitely always like sense when he's doing things to like get something out of it, which I mean, I get like, I'm a guy. Yeah, we're I'm always human, horny. I'm and just being I, honest. I get it, but it's definitely frustrating because it's like, I feel like it puts so much pressure on me mentally where like, I feel like, okay, he's doing these things and he only does these when he wants sex, but like, I get very stressed out and if I know that his end result is wanting to have sex, then I'm not going to enjoy anything that he's doing because then I just automatically get like really anxious and I get stressed and I'm, it just puts me in a bad headspace, <laughs> which like I know he's trying to help me, but it just makes it worse because it's just like, I just want you to do things just to like out of love and then my mind will let me get there to where I can like reciprocate it back instead of knowing that like oh every time he like rubs my back he's gonna ask for sex like it just puts a lot of stress I guess yeah but if you are the physical person then definitely encourage you to help your partner spouse whatever like get to the the it, like emotional side that they need like Tommy said without always expecting sex yeah like something i've said many times it kind of goes into this as well but like i've said it on a couple podcasts of doing things out of love and not to avoid a fight but also do things out of love and like do it without expectation like i mean kind of you can throw it into there as well just the whole like main part of that is just doing things out of love and so yes sometimes it's going to lead to sex sometimes it's not it is what it is. I know. Say we don't have sex tonight. We're going to have sex some other time. I'm not going to die. Well, and, like, it can go vice versa for sure. Like, I can definitely make more of an effort to, like, try to initiate and, like, get myself to a physical point, like, easier. But I definitely think that, like, if you, like, initiate sex in the morning almost knowing that you might want to have it in the evening, like, do, like, something small in the morning. Like, throughout the day, like, just small little gestures that I'm like, you know what? Today was a good day. Like, I feel really loved today. Like, he helped me do this, and, like, he was just being, like, extra sweet, and, like, I want to return my feeling good to make him feel good. And it's not that, like, I don't enjoy sex, because I definitely do. It's just, like, the like mental part behind it is obviously a lot more involved for me to be able to to get the same connection out of it yeah so obviously like like I said I we feel like we and I mean me (laughs) feels like just trying to do the emotional connection Before getting physical, it just helps, like, both of you feel 
more fully intimate so that way both of you can kind of feel like full so we kind of touched on it without saying it but basically just how to make sure that both like intimacies physical and emotional are being met is just doing what you know your partner likes so like your love languages meeting their needs so like if it is the physical one like for me she doesn't have to have sex with me to get me like emotionally happy and stuff like like i said like it can be kisses it can be hugs like obviously yeah the the grand slam home runs definitely sex there but if i like literally just riding in the car today like grabbing my hand like i love like i love that kind of stuff and so stuff like that and then just on the flip side if your spouse is the emotionally intimate one it's a lot of tongue twisters today trying to like say these different variations of those words it is kind of hard to, um, <laughs> kind of hard to say. But yeah like so for her like being acts of service like just doing the dishes or cooking dinner whatever it is like those are small little things that can lead to whatever um but also just like small acts of kindness basically yeah just making sure that your spouse feels loved which i know we've talked about in other podcasts of how to make your spouse feel loved like everything we talk about kind of ties into other yeah like podcasts we just don't want to give it all at the same time you know i'll <laughs> leave you on the edge of your seat sometimes yeah when we were talking about this earlier we were kind of just discussing like obviously the ins and outs of emotional and physical intimacy and it i guess kind of clicked in my mind where it's it's essentially like a cycle so if you like regardless of if you're physical or like emotional like guy or girl like it could definitely be opposite for sure but if like you're the emotional one and your emotional needs are are met then like you're gonna meet their physical needs and then if their physical needs are met then they're gonna meet your emotional needs and it just kind of like goes around and round and everybody's happy because you're always feeling like your emotional needs aren't met and their physical needs are met and obviously that can go in the reverse where reverse reverse yeah <laughs> where if like my physical needs are are not met or my emotional needs are not met then like i'm not gonna meet their physical or emotional needs and it just goes around and around and around so somebody's and just real quick on that part of the cycle when you're in or if hopefully you're not but if and when you get into that negative part of the cycle like be the bigger person because like that we've done that before like it took years for one of us to just kind of step up and like take that next step because like if you know like oh they're not meeting my needs like i'm not gonna meet theirs you're both gonna be miserable and nothing's gonna change yeah and so bite the bullet on that do what you have to do save your marriage keep it like spicy whatever you want to call it but yeah if you notice yourself in that cycle just do what you can to get out of that it's not worth it yeah it definitely it's hard because like when you know that like you're not happy and like your needs aren't being met the last thing you want to do is go out of your way to like meet your partner's needs especially when like for me like trying to go out of my way when i just am not feeling great to like initiate sex it's like not natural for my <laughs> mind to be like you know what he's been kind of a dick <laughs> but now i want his dick <laughs> no <laughs> usually we don't talk like that but 
I mean, it's true, though. I'm like, if he's being rude to me, then, like, why do I want to, like, go out of my way to, like, make him physically into, like, happy or whatever, and then knowing that I don't get anything out of it, like, but one, like we discussed earlier, don't go into things expecting something out of it because then you'll likely be disappointed. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But somebody's got to, you know, be the bigger person, bite the bullet and put in that effort. Yeah. But obviously if this is going on for months and you're the only one putting in effort, that's a different story. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But- I think though, if like you both are kind of on the same page, like, Hopefully you're on the same page about wanting to like improve your marriage. And even if you're in a great spot, like we're both, we're obviously in a really good spot in our marriage, but like we still want to improve it. And like, there's still things that we always want to continue to grow on. But I think if you are on the same page, you'll be pleasantly surprised that like, if one person just like kind of like steps up, then the other one will fall really quickly. And... I mean, not fall, I guess just like fall follow. in, fall yeah. in line, follow, yeah. <laughs> um, follow your fellow. Yeah. Yeah. The, you'll, you'll see that like, it's, it's almost like instant. You're like, wow, like they really went out of their way for me. So I'm going to go out of their way for them. Yeah. Out of my way. For and them. also like, if you think about, so from like Jason's point of view, she's the emotional one. Say she does do the first initiation of like, oh, I'm going to do this and have sex with my spouse and show them that I'm trying, like, from me as the physical guy, like, I would get so much more out of that than she probably would that then the next day I'm going to be in such a high that I'm like, hey, I'm going to do something for her her now. Like, it's not just, I mean, that's just me personally. I can't speak for every single person that's a physically intimate person, but I know, like, if we were in a hard spot and she initiated sex or just something physical that just led to whatever like, I'm going to have so much more than just, like, a physical experience. Like, my emotional intimacy is going to go in overload because I'm like, oh, I've been needing this so bad. Like, fill my love tank. I'm going to fill hers in return. Yada, yada. Yeah, I mean, I but, think that's where, like, just showing your spouse that you are trying. Yeah. That, like, effort when you, like, can visualize the effort. It definitely goes a long way just to help meet both of your, like, emotional and physical desires <laughs> but hopefully this was somewhat beneficial i know that it's kind of like a lot of back and forth on a lot of tongue twisting words <laughs> sorry we tried <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did our best it, i feel kind of rusty i feel like yeah it feels like it's been forever I she know. was sick all last week i'm not feeling 100 percent now but we're here baby yeah i just like Oh, it to the people. It feels like it's been forever since we've recorded. Yeah, it really does. I feel like we've lived a lot of life. <laughs> yeah. But we're glad to be back. Hopefully, we will keep on our schedule. We have our seven-year anniversary on Sunday. this upcoming Sunday, March 19th. Woo! And yeah, we're really excited about that. We are putting our... Siete <laughs> We're putting our... Um, date ideas that we posted i think on valentine's day to use yeah we're gonna go to a rage room yeah i'm really excited about that i think it'll be really (laughs) fun it's only like 20 minutes he told me that i was like 20 minutes but then i was also like 
That's a long yeah, time to just be smashing It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. We've always wanted to go and we were like, okay, what can we do on our anniversary that's not like yeah, cause that weird is, Yeah, we were just driving in the car yesterday and I was like, are you down to do something just like completely random for our anniversary? Like a rage room? And she goes, heck yeah. Yeah. That sounds so fun. <laughs> it's like so. We, we always go to dinner. Like we always have like a nice way too expensive dinner that we probably shouldn't be buying. Go to a movie or whatever. It was mundane. Yeah, and like it's always romantic. Like we have a great time, but we want to hit stuff. Yeah, I think it'll be <laughs> way more fun. I mean, next year we'll go kickboxing or something. I don't know. Yeah, kickbox each other. Yeah, whatever. That's <laughs> fine. Put the sumo suits on. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Or get in those like little uh, hamster ball things. Oh, yeah. The big ones. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, so if y'all have even better ideas, let us know. But that's what we're doing this year. Yeah. And then hopefully we can just like spice it up more and more every year. Yeah. I mean, it's only going to be 20 minutes of our day, but. That's okay. We'll still. I'm probably going to be sore. Yeah. <laughs> It'll <laughs> still be fun for sure. But um, hopefully y'all can learn. Hopefully you learned something from this and understand, I guess, the cycle of the emotional versus physical and like how it is a continuum of meeting each other's needs and somebody's got to be the the bigger person unfortunately sometimes to get you out of a little bit of a rut but um yeah just i think every single podcast honestly just boils down to like choosing your spouse kind of doing the hard and like doing things that aren't always natural but like that you know is necessary so that's it. That's the whole year's worth of podcasting. Do yep. what's necessary. <laughs> um, Do your best. Yeah. What is that? Um, the movie. Is it just go with it? With what's Ryan Reynolds is in it, and it's a Christmas movie. And the mom's like, "Be yourself." Oh yeah, be yeah, yourself. yeah. Uh, best friends. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah, I something like, something like that. But. I don't know why I just thought of that. Uh, (laughs) Be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Just friends. Just friends. Yeah, Yeah. that's what it is. I knew it was just something. (laughs) All right. Well, we hope you have a great week. and Have a good spring break if you're on spring break. Yes. We're not doing anything but working. (laughs) As usual. Working on podcasts, baby. Yep um but yeah have a great week send us dms follow us on instagram at love is relentless podcast and we hope this podcast helped you and your marriage in some sort of way so that way your love is relentless Relentless. we will hopefully see y'all next week we'll see y'all in the dms bye bye, bye.